Hello, everybody. Welcome to an emergency episode of the Chicken Chess Club podcast. My name is Jan Gustafsson, former coach of world champion Magnus Carlsen during world championship matches. And we got the news that there will be no more world championship matches featuring Magnus Carlsen here to tell us all about it. Our current coaches, Peter Hall Nielsen and Laurent Fressinet. Guys, were you shocked? Did you know? Go ahead, Peter. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Peter. Hi, hi, hi. Well, I mean, nothing changed. We said that this was his current intentions, and now he made them clear. So I think uh, well, it's breaking news, but also no news, in my opinion. But that we can debate, of course. Yeah, we will, we will, I guess, because of course it's different to to be official and to to talk about it uh, behind the scene. I would say, I mean, even he, he did it publicly, but uh, uh, it's just uh, he even said it actually. I mean, I thought it was very interesting that it's a bit weird when it's uh, when it's official, but uh, yeah, this cannot uh, really come as a, as a major surprise. I was still optimistic because. Um, Well, we have our holidays, our planned trip in, in Thailand. Uh, <laughs> we had. <laughs> uh, so we were hoping for that. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, no, of course, it's nice to have the, the best player in the world and uh, also our boss and a friend who is playing such uh, matches. But I guess it's, uh, it's tough and he said it many times. So yeah, that's mainly why he's not, he's not playing. I guess he doesn't like the format as well. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like there's many reasons. Yeah, and why sorry, are you laughing? I was, I was just watching Peter's face while you were speaking. I didn't no. Yeah, I sorry, but then you started laughing. Like, <laughs> it's no, Peter, go ahead. I Peter. honestly don't understand any of the purpose of this sen sentence. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, please. Go, so let's play. Let's zoom out. World champion Magnus Carlsen announced in a podcast... Um, not on the Chicken Chess Club for some reason. Magnus, you're welcome. Have you got any news to break? He announced that he would not defend his world champion title, which in practice most likely means that Jan Nepomneshi will play the next world championship match against Ding Liren. The chess world is reacting. Everybody's giving opinions. Kasparov, Nakamura, Nepomneshi, Laurent Fressinet, and of course, There are a lot of questions that we want to address in this show. Peter, first first take reactions. You're not going to tell us when you found out, right? No. Uh, well, I saw it on Twitter like everybody else. I mean, well, so that uh, that is not a particular secret. And I immediately thought of a retweet. So, yeah, that's... Uh, I was on the golf course, if you absolutely need to know the exact details. But, I mean, it was not a surprise. I mean, he said it for a long time. I think the interesting thing is that people didn't believe him. And uh, yeah. maybe there's good reasons for that. But, um, well, there is even some. I have seen someone like, you know, Mr. Dutty posting on Twitter that maybe it's a bluff and such. But uh, I assume it's a finally final decision and it can't be really be reversed anymore, right? So I guess that's it. No, you're closer, of course, but that's also how I felt from my end. Like, before even the last match was played, he told us this is most likely the last rodeo after the last match. That was also mentioned both privately and publicly. He very much said it's unlikely he will play the next match. And he didn't really change it either behind the scenes or in public. So it felt very consistent all the way. 
and I've been telling people for months he's not he's not playing just no one listens to me and why would they had Magnus said yesterday that he is playing of course all of us pundits would have looked stupid he had that right but it felt like it was, just wasn't happening from everything with you no yeah no I remember I don't know how you guys felt during the last game but my recollection at least was that uh, well I sort of when I saw Magnus was winning in game 11 I thought okay this is actually it I'm sort of tried to enjoy the last moment so no I, I hope I didn't offend you before Luang. you can you can speak again I'm just I was just trying to be funny no no I mean like no I didn't feel as the same uh, during the last game I felt like uh, let's uh, let's call Jan and find out where is the party no so exactly that was my main yeah. my, my main priority okay Once, once it was like minus five, we were, we were very busy with other activities already. Okay. I see. No, but I thought you know it was always in the air that he didn't like these matches and so on, and that he may not play the next one. So it kind of uh, happened. But that time there was some uh, signal like uh, first of all he he wanted uh, all of us to to join uh, in Dubai to celebrate uh, uh, all together. Um, And that was, I mean, like the first time where he, he was kind of uh, insisting on that, which didn't happen, uh, actually. Uh, but uh, some sign like that, that it was really uh, the, the last one. And um, yeah, okay, that's, uh, that's, I still feel a bit in a shock, you know, it's official and uh, feeling sad, actually. Really? Because it was, uh, and thinking back about uh, all the matches, because I, I was there in, I started like Chennai and, uh, yeah, okay. It was, um, many, many emotions and, uh, now it was really nice. I mean, like I enjoyed, uh, uh, a lot actually. Yeah. For me, it's also sadness. It's not surprise because we all kind of knew and it's not even because I get asked that a lot, um, a financial blow without going into details, but yeah, working like, Three months every two years is not is not a big source of income, but it's so nice to first of all, of course, hang out with you guys preparing, and you feel sort of closer to to chess history, which at my level and I guess to lesser extent, of course, Laurent won mind games, but at your <laughs> level as well, it's it's not so easy to get so close to something that actually matters, and it's not the same as a commentator when you're sitting there talking about the games then being in the thick of it and thinking about the preparation. So for players of my level, it's a unique chance to be sort of yeah, in touch with chess history. And that's that's what I'll, I'll miss for sure. So I, I, I that, fully agree. I mean, with, we're on you for a while. Yeah, I, I fully agree with you uh, that even for a player of my level, uh, <laughs> one mind games 2020, uh, 2012, Uh, yeah, we, we got as close as possible to, uh, to, to chess history and to, to, because this, uh, those are magical. I mean, we started to play chess and we we're following this, uh, okay. Uh, Peter was following Fischer Spassky, but we were following Karpov Kasparov. I was, that was such a joke about your age, uh, Peter. Of course you were. You started with, uh, with Karpov Kasparov as, uh, As we did uh, with Jan, and that was just magic. And to get so close to to it, I mean, I mean, there's two ways, yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. There's, I mean, the, the first way, so the Magnus way, but this is not easy to achieve. <laughs> and the other way to be to be a coach and uh, to be there. So that was just uh, uh, amazing, amazing experience. And 
I mean, and we are very lucky. I mean, let's uh, let's face it. Yeah, we should thank Magnus, but let's face it, we should thank Peter more because Peter knows we're crap. But still, <laughs> thanks to him not having any other friends and him being used to us, he kept uh, like getting us, bringing us along for the ride. So it's much appreciated. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I knew Fress before, actually. So you, it's more you. But when you were busy. <laughs> okay, the law's been around for some years. At this point, there's no more pretension. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, in the end, of course. But Well, you're almost making me cry. But, well, I understand the nostalgia. But I still promised myself and I, when it would be public, I would see it as something to celebrate rather than to, to sadness. And so I've, I've basically stuck with that. I even had a beer yesterday, which, you know, that's for me, that's quite something. Wow. Uh, yeah, a big one even. So Who, uh, who paid for it? Transparency. Well, GoFundMe. Maris Paul is GoFundMe. No, indirectly it was the Magnus. He's uh, <laughs> my sole source of income. But uh, technically, well, the money has been transferred to me, so I guess it's me. But uh, yeah, anyway, now you confused me from what I wanted to say. But I think, I mean, there is no sadness in that Magnus has won it five times. He's very happy and he wants to do different things with his life, which includes chess. I mean, you know, it's not a tragic event in any way. I mean, the chess world can be unhappy about it, but uh, well, we are supposed to be Magnus's friends. And I think this is good for him and he seems happy about it. And also, well, you know, he I really like the idea that when you take a decision like this, You take it slowly over a long time and you check, am I going to change my opinion? And there's nothing that indicates that Magnus has changed his opinion at any point, right? So he seems to mean it. I think he's going to be happy about it. That's, and he's still going to hang around with chess. So while I agree that we will not have to do any kind of deep preparations like this, then, well, there's a lot of stupid openings left to explore, right? That should be a lot of, a lot of but, uh, I mean, like, uh, maybe we'll talk about it later, but let's see. Uh, let's see. So there will be this match on Nepoding. When Nepo or Ding will be world champion, let's see if he gets annoyed and wants to play and wants to come back and uh, wants to get back his title. Uh, because he's like the chess world is treated as um, as the world champion, obviously, and the best player in the world. But uh, that will be like, you know, former world champion Magnus Carlsen. Um, that, I don't know. I, I, we, we know him quite, quite a bit. I'm not sure he will feel uh, very comfortable with, um, with his uh, status. But Which actually is just uh, the best player in the world. I mean, this is just uh, yeah, clear. He, and this will him. He will not be introduced as a former world champion, Magnus Carlsen. He will be introduced as world number one, uh, Magnus Carlsen. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's an even cooler title than being world champion, in my opinion. It's very hard to predict. I, I disagree. It's a cooler title, but that, okay. yeah. yeah, that I think. Doesn't matter so much. I'm wondering, though, if it will annoy Magnus to be asked, because he will be constantly asked every tournament he plays, like, are you done with World Championship matches for good? Is there a chance you will challenge World Champion Ding or Nepomneshi? Will you play the candidates? How do you feel about not being World Champion anymore? I'm, I'm curious. I find it hard to predict. Like, he thinks differently than us. That's why he's World Champion. And it did very much seem like he's made up his mind. But I'm not sure if even he can predict how he will feel about not being world champion. I think so, because 
Well, he knows that he's the best player in the world. And as long as that is not debatable, I don't think he needs the title. I mean, for instance, me and Laurent really argue who has the best chess career. That's because there is some kind of doubt. There is a discussion, right? But there's no discussion. There's no doubt in Laurent's mind. (laughs) No, there's no doubt. That's uh, actually the point I I wanted to make. Thank you, Jan. But thanks. Uh, But uh, I mean... Well, there's no one who in their right mind would argue if Magnus is the best player or not. Then it will not uh, annoy him. Maybe in you know, in two years or in six years it might. But then, well, he could also have lost the title in between. I mean, I, I think you, you forget about the, the magic of uh, and the history of uh, World Championship matches. And uh, this, I mean, very few people actually got the title. Like, it's like he's the 16th uh, world champion in like 120 years. So, um, yeah, that's not many. Uh, so this is kind of uh, there's some something magic, and this is our tradition. This World Championship matches, and um, well, um, it's not the same. It's not the same. I mean, I, I mean, I would if I would have to choose, I would prefer to, <laughs> to to be in a parallel world, to be world champions and world number one. I mean, it's very clear. No, I agree. In the way I think about chess, it's always this classical lineage, what we were brought up with, like Kasparov, Karpov. And then you, even when Kasparov, that's the question, even when he wasn't like official world champion to me, he lost the title in 2000 where he lost of to course. Kramnik. And it doesn't matter like what uh, federation or what uh, the match is called. It's this lineage we look at, no? And those are the big events. Like then we had Kramnik Vichy 2008. Then we had Magnus taking the title from Vichy and we had the area of Magnus. And now... If it's Sting as the classical world champion, even if Magnus is the best player, it will create a, a strange world. I'm not sure. Or Nepomuchi, I have no idea. Um, I, I'm not sure how will the chess world will see it. Yeah, but I disagree that it's going to be a problem for Magnus. I mean, I, I mean, well, also, it's stressful to be the world champion. Even Donna writes in about his book that Erwin was trying to get rid of it as quickly as possible. I mean, it's a bit of a joke, but still. It, it... But Over wasn't the best player. That's also no, but it still creates a lot of stress. Well, maybe when he won it, he actually was. Yeah, he uh, could. He could. Yeah, I could it. make that point. I think. Well, I just did at least. Uh, but um, I mean, I, I don't see that Magnus. I mean, that him being world champion matters a lot. He's a five-time world champion. He's never been defeated in matches and such. He's the highest-rated player for ten years. It's difficult for me to see how it adds particular to his legacy or his image. Uh, I mean, five times world champion is like Vichy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kasparov won six matches. Like yeah. uh, that's in order to become the goat. Wouldn't make yeah. sense to win another two matches. I no, he defended his title title six times. He didn't win them. He didn't win Sevilla, for instance. Yeah, but okay, it was much yeah. longer matches, yeah. and uh, I, I'm not sure. I mean, for for legacy, I mean, look, I mean, it was like. Uh, 24 games, I mean, even these unlimited matches, but he didn't win it. Uh, 24 games, and it was so long that, um, okay, I think in terms of four championship matches, Kasparov did better. The problem is, and I understand well, I like, that from like Peter's that. perspective, <laughs> but what will we ever get an honest opinion from Peter about? Like, not on Magnus stuff, because of course he has to be on Magnus side. Not on Fidesz stuff because he's campaigning. Peter, what topics can you talk honestly about? Everything. I mean, I'm saying what I mean. The problem is it was exactly the same when I told everybody that well, Magnus is not playing. Well, you don't agree, so you don't believe that I'm sincere just because I, I mean, it's like, well, I mean what I say. 
And uh, if you disagree with it, well, you can disagree with it, but you cannot get me to change my point of view because you don't have the powerful arguments uh, to do it. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm too stubborn. It was one of these two. <laughs> Bit of both. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, as for chess history, I've seen different takes because to my mind, it's somewhat unprecedented. People are saying... Fisher was similar, but first of all, Fisher is a very special case. He only won one world championship match, and then he stepped down, and Karpov started playing and dominating the chess world. There, Morphy was mentioned, but he also retired. It was a bit of a different time at age 22, whatever it was. It was a very different time, not official. Lasker, I'm not well enough read on chess history. It looked to me, from what I read, that mainly he was sometimes trying to make money, avoid the best opponents, but not exactly. Like, you want to get rid of the title. So, Kasparov... No, but let's see. But he um, retired yeah. at a later age. He couldn't get the rematch against Kramnik he was craving, and he was also in his 40s. So, to my mind, to have a sort of still dominant world champion step down at age 31, we haven't really heard of. Like, no, Fisher no. to some extent, but he's a very special case. It's, it's not... I don't think it's comparable at all. Uh, with any of the others. And also, I mean, Kasparov retired from chess, right? I mean, he didn't retire just for trying to be the world champion. Such and Lasker, I mean, well, it's probably also the first time we have a world champion who thinks that the money involved in a world championship match actually doesn't really interest him. I think that's a, a quite part of it as well. But, uh... No, but let's see. I mean, to judge his, his legacy, I mean, like, we'll have to see and also to judge with different... Uh... It's just different times. I mean, let's say if he wins five times in a row, champion chess two, how, how do we rate that? I mean, of course it's good. I mean, like uh, it's not easy and so on, but well, it's online tournaments, so we, we don't we don't rate such very highly. Uh, well, you, know, could, but... you could go on forever. I mean, so well, it's winning six times better than winning five times a little bit, but it's not like sort of it would change. Something particular in that. Well, the highest ever is six times, right? So I equalizing that matters and surpassing that also very much matters if in the GOAT debate. Maybe, but maybe there's other things in life in the GOAT debate. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't particularly get it. He, he doesn't seem to like it and it takes a lot of time. No, no one's saying yeah. he doesn't have the right to do whatever he wants with his life. And we also mm. had Kasparov, for example, who knows a bit about this, saying he fully understands and that, yeah, it's hard to motivate on many different accounts and to live on feeder schedule and so on. I get all that, but we mm -hmm. I don't think we can say it doesn't matter for the history books and these types of no. debates. If that matters to Magnus and if it makes his life better or worse, we can't really judge, right? No, I understand. But also, well, Krav I mean, Kasparov's loss to Kramnik also deducts something from his legacy and such, right? I mean, it's... Uh... Well, you That's you don't sure. you don't know. I mean, well, Magnus will have to dominate in tournaments for a while, and he seems pretty capable of that. But you are right yeah. that maybe he will not overtake Kasparov. But uh, but Dvokovic said, uh, "May I annoy Peter for a minute?" Dvokovic oh, yes. said something I think quite high that very few people may can understand what it is to to play under this pressure of um, World Championship matches. And to be what champion and for so long and uh, what it involves and, and so on. So, and that maybe it's what you said before. Maybe it's not such a pleasant thing to, to actually be world champion for, for that long. Are you annoyed, Peter? No, uh, not particularly, <laughs> but it's obvious. I know more about it than Dorkovic. But uh, yes, I mean, uh, for sure. You were world champion? No, I worked for w two. Was Dorkovic? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, Dvorkovic, I mean, I'm pretty sure someone has told him that. But uh, I actually have... I wonder him. if Laurent mixes up, mixes up Dvorkovic and Kasparov. Yeah. He doesn't, actually. But, oh, okay. No. Uh, but no, I mean, well, of course, I mean, well, it's my job. It's what I've been doing the last 15 years. Of course, I understand the stress they're under. And uh, I can very much understand that. You think, you think you think you understand the stress they're under, yeah? When you go there and play, play the games and play the first games and the first moves? You think so, yeah? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I think you have to 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 be to to be there. I mean, to to understand what it is. Okay. I mean, I, I think know. it's very special. As I don't know. Armchair really psychologist. I don't think it's so much about making the first moves. I think it's the state of half a year. Where do you want to think about opening preparations? Do you want to think about the publisher? Do you want to not think about it? But then you'll feel bad about not thinking about it, about not preparing. It's always in the back of your head. And I think that's also something that you probably didn't feel comfortable with. No, my job is to deal with you, Laurent, that you think, okay, I'm afraid of this line in the Berlin. So I pay attention to that. So Magnus doesn't have to be stressed about it, right? You try to create this kind of space where people don't get stressed, but they get ridiculously stressed anyway, obviously, right? Yeah, there's no way around it. You cannot think about it. Yeah, but to to, to which extent? I mean, to which extent is hard to to describe. Yeah, if you didn't go through the process, of course you would not know exactly. But uh, well, again, I'm also not blind, right? So hopefully I pick up a bit. But uh, (laughs) okay, let's get let's get to the important questions. That was a bold statement. I mean. really side in pair, but I'm not playing. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, let's go through the questions. You're right. Would Magnus have played the match had Nakamura finished second in the candidates tournament? So, so I watched the video of uh, Nakamura's 17 minutes where he's mocking us after uh, we made predictions. By the way, Ikao, if you are watching us, you made the prediction that Magnus was going to play anyway the match. So mm. it reminds to all of us that it's not, not so easy to to make predictions. And we are just uh, biased <laughs> and uh, haters as well. Uh, because, okay, everyone is... Uh, well, we are getting shots to everyone, especially to him and, and Nepo. I mean, like, he complained about me, about you, about Peter, I mean, about everyone. Uh, we are all in the same bag. But I'm special because I said that he has Boeing openings. I mean, like, chicken openings. And uh, he claims that it's not true because uh, 20 years ago, 2004, he beat me in some... Uh, it's a very nice game, actually. It was a nice game. and very important game for me because it was big group in Vikanze, so I could qualify for a group. <laughs> so he beat me in, in a sharp Italian and um, played a very nice game. But uh, no, I don't think... And, and then he's, now he's claiming, sorry, I just uh, discussed a bit. And uh, now, <laughs> I mean, please behave yourself. <laughs> I, I like that uh, we are, we ask would Magnus have played the match and Laurent gives us a touching <laughs> half hour rant about it. <laughs> it's not half hour, it's half minute. I mean, come on. So uh, I, I don't think he would have played anyway. My answer is no. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. Um, but more chances. It's two actually. No, feels like it. Come on. No. Come on. No. No, you don't think well, again, I mean, Magnus has thought about this for a year. Even, I mean, as late, well, as early as 2014, he was considering not playing. It doesn't depend on uh, who who would get his spot instead. I, I simply don't think it has any kind of relevance. So, you don't think uh, it's don't think so? You don't think everyone 
you don't think Magnus hoping for Ding to be world champion? No, he's so course, friendly. Of course, but I don't think it matters to the extent that Magnus would uh, spend a year of his life on just out of spite. That sounds like me, but not Magnus. I think no. I mean that I, I don't see. I honestly okay. don't see it. No, I, I, this I am completely sure about. But uh, again, you can call me propagandist or whatever it's called. Yeah, but it's impossible to check anyway. Yeah. So yeah, we'll never we don't know. know. It's all guessing, or maybe maybe Peter knows, but then he's not telling us. So <laughs> that is also there's always an option. <laughs> So next question, I will answer in uh, 45 minutes, don't worry. Is Nepoding interesting? Yes. I'll watch, I think it's very interesting. It's still a yeah. classical world championship match. It's. I was also very closely watching Kramnik Leko in Brisago or any of these matches. So I think it's very interesting. It's not as interesting to me as a Carlsen Nepomnesi or a Carlsen Ding match. But it's still a classical world championship match. It's the biggest event of the year, like no matter what tournaments Magnus plays in. I agree. Uh, who is the favorite? I find it very hard to judge. Like I, I think my like boy. Ding's pure chess level. I think it is somewhat more stable, and maybe his chess level is could be argued slightly higher than Nepomnesi's, but Nepomnesi has the experience. He's crushed the candidates twice. He, I think, has learned a lot from how to put the team together for a match. He's been there. He has good helpers. And Ding's structure, like he arrives alone at the candidates a day in advance. I'm not sure how much can be fixed there in time to like have a proper setup, which, I don't know, makes it a crapshoot for me. I think it's 50-50. I will I will follow up my uh, argument for the candidates uh, that Ding is he's a lucky guy. I mean, he shouldn't be in the first place in the candidates. Then Kayakin got banned. Then uh, second time he finished second, he's beating Nakamura in this last game um, in candidates. Then Magnus declines. Then he gets against his spot uh, uh, in the in the match uh, from out of nowhere actually because he couldn't play for two years. So I think. Uh, why are you laughing, Peter? No, I think what should happen is the Nielsen Barsh Pulitz ticket wins and manages to limit Ex Russian exact. influence in That's chess. Exact. The publisher is not allowed to play. Ding is now the world champion. I, I, no, I said differently. I think now that then Fide will start following IOC rules and then it's going to be Ding against Radyabov, right? So Yeah, it's Radyabov. Yeah, yeah, he's going to ah. get and, and you know what's the funny part? That if Radyabov declines, then it's the number one in hating. So it could be, I mean, like, it could be, uh, Magnus could be offered a match against Ding. Not according to uh, the director general of FIDE uh, on Twitter. Ah, okay. Okay, it's a pity. That would have been really funny. Just a trick to choose his opponent. I mean, just, that, that yeah. would be just, just amazing, actually. Mm -hmm. okay. We'll see. So, so okay. So what do you think, Peter, who is the favorite? You think 50-50, all right? I agree with Jan that it's, I think Ding is generally the stronger player, but I'm not too sure about his uh, nervous system at times. I mean, he had these two horrible starts of candidates, and I think a World Championship match is maybe, well, it's even more important, so I don't know how he'll react to that. About his team, I know very little, but it's true that... Uh, his preparation hasn't necessarily been shining in, in these kind of events, yeah. and it's been very predictable to a certain extent. So 
the honest question for for changes, I don't know. Uh, simply, I I would again I would say fifty fifty. I mean, if someone is offering me bet at sixty forty, I will take it on either opponent. Uh, okay, so we have a deal. Okay, will you yeah. take the wrong thing? Of course, I take thing. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fair enough. You're losing yeah, so much money on betting against Nepomnesi, like every. Year. And I didn't want to. Yeah, no, I mean, I, and I didn't want to bet that Magnus was not going to play the match. So, yeah, fair enough. I see. Everything okay. All right. So we all agree the World Championship is still relevant. Or Peter, you feel it's if Magnus keeps dominating, it's not so important. How do you feel about? It? Well, what do you mean by relevant? Well, relevant. Well, is it course, as okay. relevant as a match with Magnus? Less relevant, but still the biggest event in chess. Is a tournament won by Magnus more important than the World Championship match? Where do you well, of course, it's still relevant. There's also a lot of money at stake and prestige and such. But, well, of course, it devalues it that uh, someone uh, re- forfeits the title. I mean, that is, of course, bad. I mean, well, there is actually a person in the world who says, no, nah, I'm not really going to you know, do this thing and who is the best. I mean, of course, that devalues it, but it doesn't mean it becomes irrelevant. But, of course, uh, well, if it was the stock, the, the, the price would fall a bit. There is no doubt about that. I think... Uh, well, I think it makes no sense to not not think like that. At least yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with yes and no. I mean, there's mm. point cons, yeah. yeah. Do you feel Fide or whoever should have done more to get Magnus to play? Was there a way to change the format, make it more rapid, make it three sets, these things that were debated? You're freestyling or there is a reader asking this, a listener, sorry? Both. Both? Like okay. It says on this sheet, should the format be changed? I'm sure it was asked. But I'm also curious about your opinion. Yeah, I don't think that they would necessarily have managed. But, uh, I mean, I think it makes sense in due time to maybe have thought about it. This is things that has been mentioned for, for quite a while for, for Magnus and such. I also think that, uh, <coughs> well, I mean, this... Uh, negotiations or non-negotiations and talk about deadlines and such gives it to me an unprofessional impression, but I don't think it would have changed anything. If if the format for the match is the right one, it's always very difficult for me to, because I'm also like you, grown up with these things, and I think we have an amazing tradition, and it's very much a pity to change that. Having said so, I think with modern developments of chess, the computerized, the influence of preparations... It is a problem the way it is now. I mean, there is too many games where you basically show each other the, the prep and such. So I don't know is the honest answer. And also I think that uh, should uh, Nielsen Boris Pollitz win, it's not going to be the president and the deputy president who will take the decision. But it's A, going to be the council, but also B, I think it's important to involve the players to a much bigger extent and, and such. We should uh, Well, that's something that should be debated. But also it should be... Ideally debated in due time rather than in terms of crisis, you need to have an instant fix. Thank you for the commercial time. Mm. Yeah, yeah uh, that was amazing. I actually. Actually. should ask super questions about like, So will the players join the council or how's it going to work? But no, I'll have that slide. By the way, we forgot about one question which was uh, asked a few times. Is Magnus a chicken? I mean, I would say, of course not. Um, it's not. It's not at all... I mean, like when you play so much and uh, uh, you play it like five matches. I mean, it's clearly you're not a chicken. I don't no, think so. The decision is not born out of fear so much. No? no, even though like he did say he didn't feel he had much to gain, but I don't think that's the same as yeah. 
as chickening out. No, it's more about and to know, be honest, uh, life quality, being happy. No, like and Nepal is a pretty good opponent for him, I would say. Stay a matter of chicken is if Magnus had doubts that he would win. And I don't think he has uh, doubts yeah. that he would win. So, no, I don't actually think this is chickening. For instance, again, now I'm going to alienate uh, a bunch of listeners, but I think Fisher was a chicken. At least uh, someone told it. I don't think Fisher knew for sure that he was going to beat Karpov. And that was part of his reasoning uh, for not doing it. I don't think Magnus has any doubt that he will win the match. I don't think this is part of his reasoning. It's more about... Do I actually want to do that? Do I enjoy it? So I don't think it's uh, insecurity in any way. So no, I don't think Magnus is a chicken. But uh, as Laurent will quickly point out, I'm paid to say so. Are you paid to say Magnus is not a chicken? No. I know you can't reveal contract details. I cannot recontact but... details. So just... Now, don't we think chicken is a good thing? I thought you're, <laughs> good you can't say anything negative. Yeah, that's uh, spot on. Yeah. Long is just keeping quiet. So you you think the players should be more involved, but you don't think the format should be changed because we like the classical format? I think we face a dilemma, and uh, it's not uh, obvious. I have the solution. Also, I think it's more practical in the way that uh, the right solution might be the one that top players would, to some extent, agree on. It's not... Uh, I mean, it's the same with uh, chess openings we look at for Magnus. Well, they might all be good solutions, but they also have to be liked by those who have to to do it. So I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not too sure because the the, the format. Uh, you cannot change the format every every time. I mean, there's some new generation. I mean, like in tennis, in football, in uh, everything. I mean, they don't change the format every every couple of days. Of course, we have the same format for a very long time, so this can be deb- debated. But I mean, like asking the top players, I'm I'm not actually I'm not a big fan. Um, I mean, to be honest, because... they want what's best for them, which is natural and not necessarily, yeah, like what's of course, best for chess. But it doesn't mean they shouldn't be involved. Also, well, we're not talking about changing the games fundamentally, but well, football things has been changed. Number of points you bet per game that you cannot kick the ball back to the goalkeeper and such. They they are doing things. The problem is that the, the this is very minor. This is very you minor. You can't retreat the night anymore. Always bothered me these nights. Yeah, no, I mean it's just it's just very minor. There is this game called Shogi, but pieces only go forward. Actually, there you go. Yeah, you see, no, but this, I mean, well, but actually, you're hitting on something correct, and that's what sort of also Magnus is saying that, well, the well, it's an old quote of Grishuk that if every football match ended zero zero, you will make the goals bigger and such. And um, well, I think it's not like Magnus dislikes classical chess. He just thinks that the, the game is too drawn and uh, it's too difficult to prove you are the stronger player. Come player. on, I mean, he won, he won, he won 4 0 last time against Caruana. He, he could have been like at least three or four decisive games. I mean, of course, there's some boring games in the middle, that's for sure. When you show your prep, your opponent show your prep, and that's it. But more, I mean, like, it's that's interesting. It's always been part of it, no? Like 1927, they said chess is dead, like. Kasparov yeah. Anand uh, looked like Kasparov couldn't get anywhere, mm, yeah. but something always happens. It's not like uh, they played like yeah, just boring draws. Like I mean, like they played eleven games. It, now was pretty exciting to me. Yeah, no game two. I mean, like Nepo was winning at some point. Game five, he could he could he could take a serious advantage. So I don't know. I mean, like this story is that it's uh, uh, it's solved and so on. Of course, it's difficult for us to find ideas and so on, but I mean, it's still possible. I generally agree. 
Okay. I don't think that the system should necessarily be changed, but I think it's reasonable to debate with those who are involved about it. Uh, and, uh, and such. There's no doubt about that. Some, uh, I got some notification on uh, Facebook that uh, Jan is live for the Gunches Tour uh, commentary, so we, we, should, we should hurry up, I guess. Yeah. Maybe last question. Uh, what's next for the chickens? So what's the, what's the deal there? We continue? I'm not sure how much can be disclosed, but are the chicken chess club you win? Of course they yeah. continue. Yeah, that's I continue. think the question means what's left for us in terms of working for... Yeah. For Magnus, no? And okay, it's up to you guys to talk about. For me, I was only working during the World Championship matches, and that's that's clearly not going to happen in the future anymore from what we see so far. Um, I have some life choices to make, um, but I'll keep yeah. you posted. It's not like I mentioned earlier that this is a big financial thing. It was every yeah three months, every couple, every two years. But it's it's more the choices, like do you want to do more commentaries, influencing, or work as a second as a coach? We all know Peter, he's into into politics and not so much in the second openings work. But I quite like it still. So it's going to be curious. What's going to be happening for you guys? So I'm actually, I like, I was helping for all the matches and I am, was, Uh, helping for most of the classical tournaments as well, uh, Peter. But I'm afraid I will be too busy with appeals committee uh, uh, <laughs> after <laughs> after the third, after August third. So I don't know. We we'll have it. We will have to discuss anyway. But, That's the uh, dream. Yeah. That's Let's the see. dream. But what do we do yeah. if Peter wins? If Peter wins, yeah. I mean, like then it's uh, life comes. I mean, the dream. <laughs> ah, okay, that way around. I thought uh, in our help campaigning against him, Fidesz should reward us. I with, thought you were like, part of the appeals committee. Ah, yeah, we can play it from both sides. Yeah, that's good. Sure. Because if Peter wins, we're the most qualified, and Peter won't hold a grudge. While if Peter doesn't win, Fide it's going down to reach us. <laughs> Thanks, by up. the way, Fide, for um, giving us great hotels after we complained last episode. Very happy. Very happy. Five no, 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 not very happy. Five minutes from the venue, and much appreciated. I was, I was happy the first five minutes, and then I realized that you got a much better hotel than than, than me, and I was Maybe. very upset. I was very okay. upset. I mean, like, uh, it's amazing. So, Peter, what's next for you? The same that I've always been doing. I'm working for Magnus. What yeah. happens if you, against all odds, win the FIDE elections? Uh, same as always, I will work for Magnus and be the FIDE deputy president. So the rumors that some members of Team Magnus don't think that can be combined are unfounded. I have not heard these rumors. Another lie, ladies and gentlemen. No, we I just haven't. can never get an honest answer out of Peter. No, so we should end the no, show. I don't think anyone in Team Carlson. I mean, what, who is Team Carlson? No, I don't think so. <laughs> who is Team Carlson? Who is Carlson? I don't know that guy. Which Carlson? <laughs> Which Carlson? <laughs> well, I mean, now he's out of the World Champions League cycle. It's coming easier and easier, in my opinion. I mean, okay, will be he, he will be probably qualified for every candidate's tournaments by hating. Uh, Maybe Vichy will be as well. I mean, that question I'm genuinely interested in before we end. Will he play the next candidates? I don't he know. likes tournaments, right? What's yeah. a, what's yeah. a tournament than the candidates? 
Yeah. I think winning the candidates and then refusing to play the match, that is a statement, right? Why? He played the World yeah. Cup like it wasn't he wasn't trying to qualify for himself. No. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys. Yeah, that yeah. was amazing. Great pleasure. Did we Strong. cover everything? We didn't cover the Pomnish's reaction, but he basically said, Yeah, he's on great terms with Magnus, he respects the decision. Great pity. Which, and, yeah. and Ding said, Great news, right? So yeah. Ding said, gotta learn English. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> We're gonna invite him for the podcast. Yeah. Anytime, Ding. Okay. Yeah, okay, guys. Run. You can switch yeah. channels now and follow Jan on, uh, I don't know actually where. There's not a live show, Peter. We, we are not live. Okay. <laughs> so see you guys. Bye bye. My pleasure. Bye.